Well, hello there, family. I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of <laughs> Midweek Moment with the Crenshaws. Yes. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I'm joined by the absolute best part of my day. Yes, I am. The apple of my eye. Melvin babe. The wind beneath every wing I have. Speak. The rib that completes me. I do. The Julie to my game. Got you. Kind of Sam. <laughs> okay. Got you. Julie and Gabe. The Julie to my game. Is this some old 1970, 1980 show? Actually, it's the 70s. See, ain't nobody got time it's, for the baby. It's early baby, to mid 70s. Nobody got time for that. But I, I'll give you a couple of hints. I don't need a hint. I don't know. I, I, once I give you the hint, you will uh, know. Okay, baby. There was a there was a group of students mm-hmm. called the Warthogs. Welcome back, Carter. There you go. Yes. Come on, somebody. Gabe Carter. I hope somebody out there clapping there for me. Go. Clap for me, people. Vinny Barbarino. Yes. Epstein. Yes. Up your nose with a rubber hose. Yes. I used to love, even though, okay, yes, Welcome Back Carter was bef- technically before my time. Um, because really? I'm, I was born in the late 70s. I'm an 80s baby. Mm-hmm. I was brought up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to love watching, going back and watching reruns. Like the My favorite part of the show was always the end. Mm-hmm. Because anyone who's not familiar with Welcome Back Carter, the gist of the show was um, Gabe Carter. Mm-hmm. He was in a part of Brooklyn in, in one of the local schools. My hometown. Yeah. And he had went away. Mm-hmm. Came, uh, back. came back. Came back and as a teacher mm-hmm. in his old high school. Mm-hmm. And so, but one of the things at the end of every show, he used to always tell these long jokes <laughs> that were never funny. <laughs> to him, they were funny. But to him, they were the most funniest things in the world. Uh-huh. But it was a running theme that right. every... The show always ended with him and his wife, Julie, mm-hmm. sitting on their couch. And he would tell this random joke uh-huh. that was never funny. But his delivery and his commitment to the joke is what made it funny. funny. Gotcha. But yeah, welcome back, Like Carter. me, because t- I tell jokes. I'm really good at it. Yeah, but. I think that what it is is I think mm. that you and your children. Yes, ma'am. Are jealous because. Of? What are you jealous of? Of my jokes. I mm. think I'm I'm very funny actually. Are you? I'm very. I'm very. Are you sure? I'm very. I'm very funny. Now you're you're but, you're witty. But you guys are jealous. No, I you're you're witty. Now you are. You're very intelligent. Um, Listen, you're witty. I'm funny. Um, I don't. Out of all the things I would say about my, <laughs> my wife, my jokes are funny, and it's right. My jokes be right on time. But see, here's the thing with you, and when yes, it, I'm gonna laugh at my jokes when I say them. Yeah, but you're kind of a okay. The best way to describe you is that, yes, you are funny, mm-hmm. but you're unintentionally funny. Right. When you're trying to be funny, like when you're trying to tell a joke, no, you're not very good at I it. I do great jokes. But when babe. you're not trying to be funny I do and you're jokes. just being you, you are hilarious. Listen, I'm just saying, people, they jealous. What's is going what on, is? family? What is going on, y'all? I am Angela Chris. Thank you. Guys. I was wondering when you was going to say what your name. What is going that on? That is my wife, family. What is going on? Family, that is my <laughs> wife. I was trying to figure out how long it was going to take you because I, to I, introduce because yourself. Because I wanted the family to know that I was funny. Because you were saying, I thought you were saying that um, Carter and his wife, Julie, because I was the funny one. No. So, That's not and my delivery. No, kind of weird. Not it. Not at all. Well, okay. Cool. 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 Um, cool no. Cool. That's um, not what you were trying to do. No, ma'am. Okay. And what right. I never want to do. And mm-hmm. see, I, now I got to go back and clean up something. Okay. Because we have always told the family that what we're about is a foundation of truth. Yes, we are. We stand on truth. Yes. We tell our truths. We do. Um, we're very transparent. We transparent. But you started this episode on a whole lie. How? 
saying your jokes are funny. My joke. Okay, you know what? We're not even going to discuss. I'm going to let you housekeep. And then one day, not maybe not today, because you're going to be looking for it. Right, right. On one of these episodes, I'm going to tell one of my jokes and watch the family be like, "Yo, she is mad." Funny. Mm. That's all I'm saying. No housekeep, bro. Housekeep. Just get your housekeeping on. I ain't got nothing else to say. For our first time listeners. Bless y'all. We consider you guys family. <laughs> yes. So first time listeners, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the um, family. However you found us, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, yes. whether it's Google Play, whether yes. it's Amazon Music, whether it's yes. iHeartRadio. Yes. Or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Yes. We thank you guys so much for being a thank part. Thank you guys. We are so happy that you guys are here. For our returning family members. Come on, fam. You already know how we feel about you. Not bad. Now, first time family, we love you. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. Yes, there is a place in our life for you. Our life or our heart. Our heart, our life, our heart, it all of it. It all of There's it. There's a place. It's a place There's for you. There's a place for you. place for us. Think it. A place <laughs> for us. We just want to give y'all that first time that we love y'all. You know and it's fun, a place though. for, you're not going to do this today. We're not going to keep doing trivia. My my second favorite musical my of all time. My first, is it? No. Well, your first my, one. Is, my second favorite. Okay, wait, no. Guys and Guys and Dolls are your first. It's my first. And then West Side Story is your there second. You Come on. I love you, honey. I'm Tony married Maria. to you, bro. I'm married to you. There you go, girl. You know Impressive. me, girl. You know me. Do you know my favorite of all time plays? Yeah. Plays. Hold on. Play a musical. Play musical. Your favorite musical is The Wiz. Yes. Because that's the only musical you actually like. That's the only music you like. No, actually, there's another one. There's my second one. that I that Tyler Perry's I, don't count. No, I'm not talking about Tyler Perry. None of his plays count. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. Hold on, you have a. Yes, I do. I do. And your favorite song is on that on that musical. My favorite song. Mm-hmm. Mister. Oh yeah. <laughs> How could I forget Chicago? Yes. Mister. Shalafane. Chicago. Mister. Shalafane. Loved it. Wouldn't you? Did you go housekeep? See, you got me on Mister. Shalafane now. Yeah. That housekeep. Is. Housekeep. I forgot. I, I got I caught up in Mister. I don't even know where we were. We are thanking, thanking the family, family the, for being the here. returners, the the returners, the returners who stick with us through this nonsense <laughs> that you be doing, <laughs> getting us off track. Did we tell them everything that we on? Um, yes, I did. We that, did. Baby. We did that I part. Did. We did. I told them everything. Oh. We I did that with the first timers. Per, first time family. We sorry y'all. They just stick with us. Just stick with us. Here's what they you have do. Good family. intention. Yeah, I'm gonna give intention you. Intention is good. First time listeners, I'm gonna give you some advice. Yeah. Just ride it out. Right. And figure it out on the end. Yeah. Ponder it after yeah. we, the, the podcast is over. Just ponder it. For right now, just keep all hands and feet inside the ride. Yes. Yes. And then when the ride comes to a complete Please and total stop. stop, stop. Then figure out what ride you were just yeah, on. And why was you on it? Hey. Yeah, that's what we got to say. That's what you got to say. That's all you got to say. But family, also, welcome to the cookout. Yes. Make sure you, hopefully you brought some aluminum foil so you can what? Take something with you. Take something with you. A Crenshaw nugget. Crenshaw nugget, something. Something. Uh, we say that family simply because we like to have fun. We do. Um, every once in a while, my wife will take us on down a rabbit hole. I'm going to be silent. Um, my wife will just... Just have the train come off tracks. I ain't gonna say nothing, y'all. But the one thing we try to do in all the chaos. What? In all the chaos. Okay, carry on. The one thing we try to do, we try to leave you with something. We do. We try to give you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. We try to give you a nugget, something that you can take with you. Yes. So we say make sure you bring the aluminum foil so you can take something with we you. Can take something with you, fam, fam. Now, family, also, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. Yes. Which means we can be found on the socials. Tell them about it, baby. Tell them. We're on Instagram, 
We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All under Crenshaw Corner. Crenshaw Corner. And of course, you can reach us at any time via our email address at thecrenshawcorner@gmail.com. at mm-hmm. Once again, thecrenshawcorner@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Yes. Now, family. Oh, my goodness. It's the month of love. It's February. Family, it is still February. My love tree is still up, people. I don't care it's that a beautiful love tree. is over. It's up. It's and still up, I'm, I'm okay with it. I really Thank don't want her to take it down. It's a beautiful tree. It's become part of our home now. <laughs> the decor. It's part of our decor. decor. <laughs> um, so the, the tree is here to stay. It'll probably or, be up for Christmas. Or is it because it's really big and you don't want to take it down? Well, I'm not going to take it down. Oh, wow. That was So great. I didn't put it up. Great. I had nothing to do with it. Great. I'm not going to take it down. I thought if we put it up, you take it down, babe. I no. thought that was So a... here's the thing. Okay, cool. If you're waiting on me to take it down, <laughs> okay. it's going to grow roots if you're waiting on me. How does it, it's a fake tree. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you put two and two Just together. Just to get that out there. Yes. So, as my wife beautifully said, family, it is February. It, it is. is love month. It is love month. Um, if you've been following the Crenshaw Corner. And if you haven't, why, why not? not? Guys, um, come on now. You'll know that for us, February has been a theme. Yes. We have been in a theme of love. Um, we've talked about love in different forms and yes, different variations. Mm-hmm. We started February talking about the single life. Yes. Um, we sat down and had a conversation with two fabulous single ladies did. Um, from two different generations. Exactly. One was 23. Mm-hmm. One was 39 and a half and three quarters. <laughs> she has since had a birthday. She has moved into 40. Hello, 40. Hello again. <laughs> and so, and then we, from there, and we talked about their experiences and what it's like to be single, single yeah. in 2020. And if you haven't listened to that episode entitled Living the Single Life, yeah. please go back and listen. And we know we're in 2021, but we were just considering and thinking about 2020 and how they moved into Did I not 20, say 2021? No, you said 2020. Oh, I'm sorry. You said 20, which is true because basically we were going from 2020 from 20 to 2021. 20, 20, yeah. So you were right on point. Yeah. And then from there, we took you to a, a wonderful married couple yes. who, uh, yeah, the Wilsons. If you haven't listened to that Ooh. episode, go back and listen to Rekindleization. Get your pen and paper. Yeah, um, there was a lot of great things dropped within that episode. Yeah. I'm um, taking you through what it's like for, to be married and the highs and lows of married. Yes. You know, when kids get in the way, when family getting, when life just gets in the way. How do you get that fire back into your marriage? How so do you keep the fire. Yeah. And marriage. once you get it, how do you keep, keep it and keep yeah, it stoked? Keep it burning. So they spoke about that. Once mm. again, if you haven't listened, go back. Please listen, guys. Yeah. Seriously. So family. And then this upcoming Friday. Now, Friday. Now, family, if you've noticed, this episode went up a little later. Yes. Um, than our typical Wednesday episode. It did. You know, if you follow the Crenshaw Corner, if you follow Midweek Moment, mm-hmm. you know typically these episodes are released very early in, in the, the morning. morning. Yes, they are. Um, you can tip by the time you get up, you can typically find Crenshaw Corner mm-hmm. or Midweek Moment. Yes, you can. But family, if you've noticed on this particular episode, if you're listening to it the day it was released, mm-hmm. you'll know it's, it was released later in the day. It was. It is. And there's a reason for that. Yes. Because this episode is a and it's just an after dark, just a small um, moment, a small after portion dark, to kind of get you ready for the large portion that's coming on Friday. On Friday. So, family, I'm going to go ooh. to me. So, family, in this particular episode is coming up on this Friday. Yes. Um, for Crenshaw Corner. Yes. I start the episode by telling you warning family warning and tell um, there is a viewer discretion is advised warning. Yes, it is. Um, and it's, it's nothing vulgar. No. Um, it's nothing um, 
Well, it's what was the word? Vulgar is vulgar nothing. Is a, I think vulgar is a yeah, good word. Yeah, leave it at that. Yeah, but it's honest conversation mm-hmm. between adults, mm-hmm. between married adults, mm-hmm. about what sex looks like mm-hmm. in the marriage. With passion and passion fire, and fire and, and sexuality and, and you know because vulnerability, yeah. intimacy, all of that. And we're having conversations um, with a married couple. Oh, incredible! Uh, 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 honest, transparent. You know, couple. a My a Christian. Married couple. Yeah. We're having a conversation that, to be honest, even in 2021, that a lot of Christian married couples do not have. So we came to this episode um, to to go back to Genesis. Uh We came to this episode naked Naked and not not ashamed. (laughs) And we left a lot of things on the table. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was just kind of give you a little bit. Yeah. Going into Friday's episode. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, my wife does not even know what I'm about to ask her. Oh. But I got a question for you. Well, then don't ask me. Oh, no, I got a question. I got I've ask. answered all the questions. Nope, 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 nope. It, the trivia questions are over. I'm good. Nope, you keep I got talking. One for I'm you. good. Okay, I go got ahead. one for you. Go ahead. Who was mm-hmm. and what was, mm-hmm. or not what, when, mm-hmm. was the first real honest conversation you had about sex? Not never. Not never? Not never. You know what? I, I won't say that. My education in reference to intimacy or sexual content or anything right. like that did not come from any adults. It came from, like, my girl cousins. And and, and to be honest, we all didn't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it Making came from, it up as you go along? Making it up as we came, went along. It was from my girl cousins and my guy cousins because we always hung out together. Right. And, you know, and it was more listening to the guys are going, you dumb. You stupid. That's, what? <laughs> like, was that the reaction? Yeah, you dumb. You stupid. That's dumb. Like, who? You know, because they were very candid about it. You know, like, yo, I'm about to, whatever they were about to do, whatever. Right. And we were their sisters, their cousin. But it was never a conversation. Not even in school. I ignored school. You know, they did those little classes. You know, the sex classes or whatever. Yeah, the sex I, ed I, classes. I ignored that because it didn't tell me nothing. You ain't helping me. That's dumb. It all It all was dumb for me. I wanted something... Um. I don't know what I was what looking for. What did you want, for. visual aids? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what I wanted. But school wasn't giving it. And so my parent, my mother, my family, my grandmother, that was taboo. What we not fenced to do, even though they had a thousand children apiece. No one discussed anything that had to do with sex. They just did not. What was the, within your family, what was the philosophy about sex? Was there a philosophy? There was no philosophy. We ain't talking about it. What, what the? We is not staying in a child's place. We're not discussing that with you. Don't roll up on nobody, ask nobody where no baby came from. Don't do that. They're not going to tell you to stalk. Right. They're not going to be like, oh, he came out. This guy's going to be like, get out my face. That's what kind of family I came from. You get out my face. You don't ask those kind of questions. And so, again, we all were, our, me and my cousins were all different age groups. So we kind of learned from each other. It was a hot mess. It was, it, we didn't learn nothing. We didn't learn nothing. When do you think you actually learned sex? Or learned intimacy, like not not guessing at it, not trying to figure it out. When do you think you actually learned what it is? How is it? When do you think you actually learned that? I don't even think I've learned it, to be honest. I mean, I know how old I am, but what I'm saying by learning it means that, like, it's always evolving. Right. It's always moving. It's always you think what you want. You know, and you think that this is what it is. So at first, it's just like have sex. Okay. Because everybody's talking about it. So let's just have sex. You know what I'm saying? Then when it's over, you be like, now, now, what is everybody talking? Not that it wasn't good or bad, but like, was, 
what was all the hoopla at that point? Because in your mind, the way that people talk about it, it's this big explosion thing or whatever right. the case is. And for me, I didn't have that experience. I didn't have the the big explosion because I was, a lot of people do know and a lot of people don't know um, from the family, but I was violated in that area at a very early age. Right. So what, so to me, it was already, it by the time I was seven, about seven, eight or nine, it was already like, Ugh, for me so by the time I got older and listened to my cousins talk about it it was like none of this makes any sense because what I experienced inappropriately is yeah. not didn't go with what the school taught and what my hurt my cousins talk about because I right. thought it was all stupid at that point does that make sense you already at that point you already had a very tainted tainted view tainted view of what that was okay. and the view was that it had nothing well my cousins my girl cousins, was like it was all about them for me that was is from me because it was tainted it was never going to be about me at that point right. but then I grew up and got older and understood the concept and but I realized that it was evolving and because I was tainted I, I had to grow in that and learn it all the time so it's not something that I learned it was like this is it like I'm still learning I'm still learning myself, still learning what I like and what I don't like and what I want to do in, the, in that in the intimacy area still, even now at my age group. Do you think the lack of conversation, the lack of information, the the taintedness mm-hmm. of it um, coming from early, early age to your adolescence, mm-hmm. to your teenage mm-hmm. years, going into your adulthood. Mm-hmm. Do you think that affected our marriage? I think so. In what way? I think because I couldn't, I, again, not intentionally, but those feelings sometimes would rise up, you know, and make me be like, okay, because in my, this is the way I thought about it. Um, either it was two ways that it was going to go for me in my mind right. when it happened to me when I got older. I'm either going to be very promiscuous because it happened and be like wanted all the time because I was violated at a young age and think that that's the way it goes. Right. Or I'm going to be very much like, Get away from me, die, die, die. I'm never, I don't want another man, another dude to touch me or whatever the case like is. Like a whole die, die, die? Yeah, like a whole die, 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 die. So it's either promiscuous or a, a, a person that just did not enjoy sex. And right. I wasn't promiscuous at all because I always had long-term relationships. So it's more so like not enjoying it for myself until I got older, more so like, well, this is what he wants. So, because that's how it happened. This is what he wants. And I brought that into every dynamic of sexual relationships that I had where that's what he wants. So I'm just going to give it for him. Not even thinking about myself till I got a little bit older where no, I want to be satisfied. I want to orgasm. Ooh, can I say that? I can. This is our show. We say we want to say. <laughs> I want to orgasm. We want it from I want the to feel good. I want I want the passion. I want to I want to be the person that comes on to the other person, not somebody come on to me. Right. And I had to start learning that. And that's a process. You know. You wanted to be in control of your I sexuality. I wanted to be in control of my sexuality. Gotcha. And for a very long time I was not. It was the control was taken from me. And even though I got older and it's been so long ago, I've had better days than I've had latter days. But every now and then it rears its ugly head. So in my uh, life goals as going as a you know going into having sex and, and whatever whatever I did it was more so for the guy it was never for myself when did that change did it uh, change um it changed it changed um during our marriage it didn't change before our marriage but it did change during our marriage you know what I'm saying I think it did because you were very patient because you knew because I told you from the beginning about my childhood and I right. told you about those things and so you knew already and I think you were more patient to that I, I always felt bad for you in that area what do you mean? <laughs> because that's a lot of patience you know some days I want to be touched some days I don't want to be touched some days I'll do it for you and some days I can go without it for a very long time and 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 I'm good with it and I just felt sometimes bad for you because what 
someone else did to me is you're reaping reaping stuff that didn't belong to you if that makes sense i don't know the word i want to use yeah, right no, now no, it makes sense and i don't when i said this i don't know if we've we've had a portion of this conversation mm-hmm. before yeah this the portion we're about to go into now i don't really know if we've ever had mm-hmm. to be honest in 21 years i don't mm-hmm. know if we've ever had yeah. this particular conversation yeah but and when i say this i'm trying to be very delicate when i say when mm-hmm. i say what i'm about to say the reason i was so i was able to be so patient with you mm-hmm. a because i love you right that that goes without saying you are everything to me and you are always more important to me in a whole mm-hmm. than just one thing. Right. You know, it was never about just one thing with you. It was right. never about just the physical. It was never about just your intellect. It was never about just your, mm-hmm. it was never about just, it was always right. the whole when it comes to you. Right. Right. But throughout my career, mm-hmm. you know, I always say my career, you crack me up throughout my career, throughout my career, put my Jersey up. y'all. Yeah. Put it up. yeah and indeed. I don't know if it's more, I don't know if it, it says more about our culture. Um, that a lot of the interactions I've had mm-hmm. um, throughout my life mm-hmm. has been with individuals who have been through mm-hmm. what you went through. Right. Um, Say what it is, molestation. Yeah, a lot of the females that I dealt with growing mm-hmm. up, and it was never, I, I didn't walk around with a sign like, you know, if you've been molested, let's date. It was right. never that situation. Right, 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 right. It just, as I got to know these young ladies, as we talked, similar stories right. came out. Right, right, right. Um, and so, and I found myself having to deal with a lot of, mm-hmm. of young ladies. And at that time at a very early age, mm-hmm. because I'm talking about in my teens, I'm talking right. about in my early, late, mid teens, right. my early twenties, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interacting with these young ladies who right. had been through that from family members, from cousins, from uncles right. who had been through that. Right. And so it gave me, when it came to you, it gave me a whole different perspective mm-hmm. on it to understand, you know, I have, this can't be done the same way. Right. You know, and to be honest, you can't, I can't approach you the same way I would approach someone who has not been through Mm -hmm. what you've been through. It's the same thing. If you've ever spoken to a crime victim, a Mm -hmm. a murder victim or or whatever, Mm -hmm. well, you can't speak to a murder murder victim, victim, but you know what I mean? A family member of. A family member member of. of. Mm -hmm. There's certain ways, there's certain conversations and certain ways you have to navigate with that person that I can't navigate with a person who's never been through that right so that was one thing for me mm-hmm. that allowed me to uh, i i can never because i've never been through it right so i can never fully understand mm-hmm. but i can empathize yeah and so that's one thing that helped me have a, empathy when it came to that because i had dealt with unfortunately so many young ladies before, before me. who had been through that right and so it helped me it helped me have a better understanding it helped me navigate it a little better right and I think talking about it too is because right now what happens when it comes to intimacy and when it comes to sexual things we bring a lot of baggage to a whole we, we lot bring of a baggage. lot of baggage with that not yeah. just even if you haven't been in you know tainted in in that area you bring a little whole lot of baggage of maybe you the uh, you the person who like to be a freak and yeah. then the other person doesn't and if you're not having that conversation like like babe I, I'm, I'm freaky you know and and then the other one be like but i'm not how do you come to a mutual agreement without, on that without that com- yeah without having that conversation you but, know what i'm saying you have to have yeah. the conversation and i'm glad you had the conversation about baggage because i brought baggage you know into our into our relationship mm-hmm. i brought because for me to kind of go back to the initial question I asked you, mm-hmm. the the philosophy in my family was don't do it. Mm-hmm. That was a philosophy. Yeah. You're going to hell. Oh wow, That's that was the philosophy. Cool. I can see that. Yeah, you know, I can. I come from a very um, 
Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, not very. But yeah, I come from a Christian mm-hmm. background. Right. You know, and I'm not knocking it. I love it. I'm still a Christian to this day. I'm, right. I'm very thankful for it. Mm-hmm. But I grew up the grandson of a Baptist minister. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent the majority of my time in my grandfather's home. And so my grandmother. So tail down. Yeah. So, you know, this whole down. premarital sex thing. Yeah. You know, what you're going to hell. You're going to hell. And that's all I heard. Right. You know, I wasn't told... You know, no one ever had the, the sex talk. I'm doing right. air quotes. <laughs> Why? No one ever had the ahead. sex talk with me. No uh-huh. one ever had the birds and the bees conversation with me. Right. No one ever told me how babies are born. Right. You know, and so I've never had those conversations. Mm-hmm. So do you know how I learned about sex? How you learn? Pornography. Okay. That yeah. was, that's how I learned about sex. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, My cousin and my, my friends, mm-hmm. that's how I learned. Right. I learned by... Somebody giving me a, I'm going to age myself, a VHS tape. Mm -hmm. You know, I learned Cinemax, you know, late night Cinemax. You know, Cinemax after dark, you know, HBO after after dark. That's how I learned. You should have shut that. You should have shut, your mama should have shut the cable down. (laughs) I'm going to call her later because that was wrong. Should have shut the cable down. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but but that's how I learned. Absolutely. Which gave me a whole, a whole different, uh, what's the word I wanted to use? Uh, I want to say skewed. Eh, I'm going to go with skewed. It gave me a skewed way of looking at things mm-hmm. because none of that is natural. None of that's intimate. It's, it's not intimate. It's, right. It is just the act of. The act of. You know, there was there was no love. There's no romance. Yeah. There's no spirituality to it. There's no connection to mm-hmm. it. It's, I'm a, I, and it's, it's really, I'm going to get me. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to get you. Then okay then okay if that's the storyline, <laughs> you know if it's the storyline, depending on line, what the storyline, depend story line. exactly. You know because most of the time the storyline is he get him right, and you and she's just a receptacle for it. right, right, right. So now sometimes it flip where she's allowed to get her, but right. so for me that I brought that into mm-hmm. wow, I brought that into my relationships. That was an aha moment. It actually really was. I saw your face. You were like, whoa. The aha moment for me just right now was what you said, the act of. So I believe the majority of my sexual lifestyle right. was the act of. Right. No intimacy, no vulnerability. No, it was just the act of doing it, you know. And and that, that may sound kind of crazy, but it, that was an aha moment for yeah. me. It was just the act of because I had no... I cared about the person, but I didn't have any connection. To None whatsoever. No connection to what we were doing because it was just what we were doing. doing. And that's, you and, know, and no for connection me, to that. Yeah. And my aha moment, because I always, and I owe him an apology for this, but I always said the reason I was promiscuous growing up um, for my teenage years, because I, I, I was very, mm-hmm. I was. Right. Um, and re- I always said, I always convinced myself the reason I was like that was because of my father. Mm. And I always blamed him for that. Right. Um, because that's what, in my mind, that's what he showed me. Right. But I have to, I have to retract that. Mm. It didn't come from him. It came from my fascination with knowing something I didn't know about. Okay. And so, because for me, that's why it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's why p- pornography, mm-hmm. porn is very dangerous. Right. Because depending on your personality, personality yes, depending on who you are, mm-hmm. you can go down that rabbit hole and never, never come, come out. out. Exactly. And for years, that was me. And live in a fantasy world. And live in a fantasy, fantasy world. world. That that's how it's supposed yeah. to be. And for years, that was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Everything I get when my mind wise, everything I geared when it came to the act of right. is what I saw 
right. in that video or what I saw on that screen. And you wanted to manifest And I wanted that, to manifest, manifest that. that in I, real life. Yeah. Yeah. And because yeah. what what I wanted, I didn't want a partner. Right. I wanted a receptacle. Cool. Got you. Come on. Which now. is something different. Totally different. Because I, at that point, you were just an end to a mean. I didn't. Right. I, I wasn't concerned. Right. With the, you that, again, the act of it was the act, act of. of right? That's why most most of my that's why, and I've said this before. I really didn't date. Mm-hmm. I talked to you long enough to get what I wanted, right? And then once once I got it, right, I wasn't interested anymore. Wasn't as interested. I wasn't as interested. The chase. You didn't you didn't intrigue me as much anymore. Right. So I moved on to the I next think thing. That's why it's so dangerous that parents do not talk to their children, not even about sex, but intimacy, vulnerability and stuff like that. Because at that point you become so rigid and just wanting to do the act that you don't understand what you're giving up of yourself. Yeah. To be honest, because there's so much of yourself in that that you're giving up whether you believe it or not and I think that when we don't tell our children that and we don't explain to them about intimacy and we don't spring because we're so I think back then they thought they were so scared to tell us about it because they thought we were going to want to do it that's exactly what I was about to but say but the lack of telling us makes me want to go do, do it more want to go do it more yeah. right and for me it wasn't even that it was like well if somebody want to do it and I think they look alright I'm like alright whatever you know it was never like oh my gosh you know it's like I had a, I didn't have a thousand partners but even the partner that I had it was more so like okay well as long as you feel good was it good for you okay cool 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 you know no one taught me about what's good for you no right. one told me about my body you know no one told me about what the capabilities are no one told me about any of that I just went off of the tainted part of that happened to me right. and then just going okay where do I go from here and what my cousins because I just say this is who <laughs> This is dumb, you know, because they would talk about G spots. They would talk about if you get the right G spot and if you and if you kiss her in the right way and if you kiss her on her neck. And I had never experienced any of that, so I didn't know. What well, that's dumb. So if you kiss her on her ear, she gonna want to. You know, it was that kind of. Yeah. I know it seems cheesy and it was simple, but that was for me. That didn't make any. It didn't equate to me. You know what I'm saying? It just did not make sense to me. I think you. I think you said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even back then, it's now mm-hmm. that parents are, once again, talking in general, it's not everybody. Not everybody. But parents are scared to have that conversation with their kids. Right. Because A, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. It is. No one really wants to have that conversation. I have it. You know, B, um, because you feel like if you start, if you open the door mm-hmm. to the conversation with your kids, right. it's going to make them more more curious and make them want to, like you said, make them want to go out and do it mm-hmm. when that's not your intent. And they're going to, and I, I didn't even cut you up, but I was just thinking about this. And also, the also how curious they're going to be about your sexuality. Right. What did you do when you and were young? And then start asking you so questions. you start asking questions. And then where you done taught them this whole thing. And they be like, oh, so you had sex before you was married. Okay, cool. Once again, at least uncomfortable conversation. Uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. And when in... In all honesty, what we're doing is that we are making them more curious. Mm-hmm. We're we're skewing their perception of what it is, allowing them to get information from the wrong. Allowing people them to like get I information did. from the because the I got people. I got oh wrong information. William Bowie, <laughs> baby, who's William? Bowie? William Bowie, baby, who's William Bowie? <laughs> was a friend of mine in like second grade. I was like second or third grade. I was in grammar school. We were sitting there one day mm-hmm. in class. It was like towards the end of the day. In second grade. It was like second or third grade. It was early grammar school. Uh-huh. And he asked me, uh, what what color does semen turn if it hits a white when it hits a white rag? 
These are the kind. Now, once again, <laughs> you say second or third grade. Second or third grade. <laughs> I, I am not joking. I am. This is not hyperbole. I am not making this up. I'm, I'm done. I don't even my, know. Do. And, and William, if you're listening, you still my dude. I still remember you from 40 years ago. <laughs> you still my dude. He was a William was a Vietnamese Filipino. Thank you. He's Filipino. Uh huh. One of my first Filipino friends. Uh huh. Um, but and this is the conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. So I have I have no clue. Right. Because I don't I don't even know what semen is. Right. You know, second I don't I've I hope you ain't go ask granddaddy. No, nah, I, I knew better than <laughs> ask him though. Don't you ask me. Yeah. But once again, and the reason I say this is because once again I said second grade. So this is early eighties. Mm-hmm. So if if we're if little kids are having that type of conversation right. early eighties right. in the second and third grade. Right. In two thousand and twenty one. Where most five year olds have an iPhone 18. <laughs> right. Or can break into their parents' or iPhones. Can, because our 10 month old grandson breaks un- into our phones yeah, and we're still trying to figure out how he's doing he it. He can unlock and dial. So and we, we don't even let him touch the phone no yeah. more. Like you will not get another phone ever again. So, in where in a generation where we had to go to the library mm-hmm. and find an encyclopedia. Right. Family, if you don't, kids, ask your parents what is an encyclopedia. I think every home should have an encyclopedia, but go ahead. Set them. They really should. They really should, but go ahead. But now when they have the entire world at their finger, and I I don't think people really understand that. Yes. In your phone, in your hand, you literally have the entire world in your hand. Yes, you You can access any information At at any time. Yes, and on any, replay and on 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 time and replay at any, at time any point you in time. Do it. Absolutely. So, and the gist of this particular portion of the conversation is, you may not be having the conversation, mm-hmm. but somebody is having, having the, the conversation with your children. So if so, if the conversation is already being had, mm-hmm. why not control the narrative? Yeah, make sure that you understand what they're saying. Yeah, because and, and I'm not saying no. Did I want my my mother or my grandfather, my grandmother, to sit down and be like, okay, this is a penis, <laughs> this is a vagina. No, I'm okay. This in is that what area. you do. No, that's no. not. No, that's not what I'm saying. Right. But what I'm saying is, you said it best. Yeah. The emotional part of it, aspect of mm-hmm. it, the spiritual mm-hmm. aspect of it, yeah. the connection aspect, aspect of, of it. it. Yeah. Those are the things I wish that I would have learned yeah. because let's be honest, dogs pump. Right. That's not the hard part of sex. Right. Any, anything that procreates can pump. pump. Exactly. So that's, that's not hard. Yeah. It's everything that comes along with, with that it is what is what that needs to have the conversation. That is the conversation that needs to be had. And that's why we doing the after dark because we got this incredible, amazing couple. Yeah. That is so honest about that. Yes. That sis. From the beginning to the end of what they thought intimacy was, what they didn't know, what they actually did not know. They went to therapy to find out, to try to learn each other because they did not know. They didn't know. And they were, and so I won't tell the, I will let them tell their own story, but understand this. We bring so much baggage and so much stuff into our bedrooms that is very difficult to be intimate and vulnerable if you're not having the conversation if you're not saying what do you like um when i did it this way was that good for you um 
when I do I need to put my leg up need to put my leg down what are you fantasizing about what do you what do you like what do you want and I think a lot of married couples don't have those real conversations and they just think that we're we're we love each other and yeah. we're doing it but what if the other partner is really not enjoying themselves you know what I'm saying because they don't they don't want to they don't we're not giving each other room and space because we talk about that all the time yeah to say hey babe I don't like that position or I don't like the way you're doing it or I don't like I, let me tell you what I do like what if, let me help you what if I tell her this and she looks at me different or right. what if I tell him this and he looks at me different now? right and I think that comes I had so many aha moments today but also when um when we did the podcast because what happens is that it brought up baggage and old stuff is why I am the way I am in the sexual in a sexual way in the intimate way and so we are so excited to bring this couple yeah, we really to you are. guys because they were very transparent in reference to that. I just feel and believe that this conversation today as well as Friday's conversation will begin to pull up bondage and that, you, that you've been holding on to and break bondages and break chains in reference to being intimate and, and having sex and making love and all of those good things. So I'm excited about the conversation. So What's your final thought, babe? Janelle... And Robert. And Robert. <laughs> That's your final thought, Janelle and Robert. All I got for you guys is Janelle and Robert. Is it? I always get their name wrong. Ba- Barrett? Batten. 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 Don't kill us, guys. B R A T T O N. Yes. Bratton. Listen, Bratton. Let me tell you something. Bratton. Y'all ain't even ready for Robert and Janelle. I'm asking you to make sure you're not around anybody. No kids. No kids, nobody. Because this is just for you, honestly. I think yeah. this is an intimate conversation just for you to help you out of any bondage that you are, are in in those areas. So that's what I got. My final thought is going to be really simple. Keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. Go into Friday's episode yeah. and every episode and every conversation after that. Yeah. Go into it with an open mind mm-hmm. and keep an open mind. Yes. Family. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being a part. However you're listening, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Google Play, mm-hmm. whether it's iHeartRadio, whether it's Amazon Music, or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Family, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, we which do. means we can be found on the socials. Yeah. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All in the Crenshaw Corner. Yes, we are. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcorner@gmail.com. Yeah. Once again, the Crenshaw Corner gmail.com. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.